1: I will call upon you to do a service
0: for me. Play the Godfather. Now at Chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
2: VGW Group. No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: Spend some time in the country. Live from Ontario and heard around the world. Welcome to In the Country with your host, Dave Wood the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories two great stories that get told. A country house and a family. We can have that beautiful life. Well. In-
2: My pleasure now to welcome to the show country artist Dan Davidson. He has his debut EP coming out on October 27th. It's entitled Songs for Georgia, and it features all kinds of great songs, including the latest single called Say We Did, which you're hearing now on Country Radio. And he's also going to be uh, heading out with Brett Kissel on tour in about 25 cities, uh, January, February, and March of 2018. So some very exciting times for Dan Davidson. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, yeah, thanks, man. That's uh, definitely exciting times. It's a crazy whirlwind so far at the end of 2017. It's pretty exciting.
2: Absolutely, and it must be something to look back to 2016 when Found came out, and of course you had been in the music business prior to that, but this single comes out, and as a country music fan, I heard it all over the radio. So catchy. I loved it. And that song really got you off to such a great start uh, in country music.
1: Yeah, you know, it was it was kind of wild. That just that kind of stuff just doesn't happen all that often. It's uh, it's hard to be an independent artist and and compete on that level with you know the major label acts and the really well known acts that usually get those radio spots. So you know, for me, coming from a different genre and really this being my first knock on the door at country, it's it, it was wild for me to just look up one day and have it being the number one selling <laughs> Canadian single and and, uh, you know, top 20 on iTunes, CMT, and radio, and and then eventually, like, in September here, the record just went gold, so that was my first gold
2: record, too. Incredible. As you said, for an independent artist, uh, and maybe talk to us about that, Dan. As you said, you know, a lot of artists have a major label behind them, and they have a big team that gets them to radio and, and goes a long way in that process, but as an indie artist, is it all you getting your name out there, or you've probably got a team around you? I do have a team around me, yeah, and it's
1: been, it's been sort of a, a bit of an assembly process with people that I trust and people that I've worked with on other projects and, and, and things like that, so it's, it's, it's all very sort of um, grassroots, ground-level, uh, small small operations, but, you know, it's mm-hmm. my producer, uh, who's a one-man team, my, my radio promo guy, who's a longtime friend and somebody that I work with on, on other projects and uh, that I produce and stuff. And then my publishers, it's just a small company. So it's, and then I I was signed with a a booking agent and, and that, that helps a lot of things.
2: And and now uh, uh,
1: a management company that has a few really great acts too. And Brett Kissel is one of those acts that's on the the management roster with me.
2: That is amazing. And uh, Brett Kissel tour coming up. He's got a huge tour Uh, in 2018 and you're going to be with them in 25 cities uh this that's amazing january through march
1: yeah it's wild you know it's that's probably the biggest tour i've been on and it's uh it is tough to go away for that long being a family man and and having two little girls but it's it's kind of on and off a lot there's a lot of holes where i can go home and see see my girls um but yeah it's up to 32 cities now and and it's wow going to be big shows and and there's a lot of prep work going into that i got to make sure that my my game is considerably raised so it's it's, it's yeah. stressful but it's the best kind of stress you know going out with a new record on a great tour working a new single and it's uh it just it's a great look for me to say hey country music here i am i'm on i'm on this level
2: now Absolutely. And, you know, that whole crowd that's coming to see Brett Kissel, a lot of them will know you, Dan. Some of them will be introduced to you through that, so a huge audience to watch. And I've seen Brett uh, a couple times perform, and, and what a great entertainer. He really is so honest and just entertaining when he's on stage. And off, too. No,
1: Yeah, Brett, Brett is one of the most
2: collected,
1: polished guys I'll ever see on stage. He's like a mini Garth Brooks. He goes up there yeah. and he knows uh, he knows exactly what he's gonna say before he even hits the stage for the entire show. Like he just knows his his talking points and and uh, yeah, he just he really strikes the chord with people. So it's it's fun. It's fun to see a, such a young guy hit that kind of a stride. Uh, yeah, and you know, even me being a bit a, a bit a couple years older than him, it's it's inspiring to see somebody really dedicate themselves to being an entertainer as well as a songwriter and as well as a you know whatever a public face or whatever it's just it's um, there's mm-hmm. definitely an art to the crafting of a great show and, and there's a few people in canada that have it figured out brett's definitely one
2: so when you were talking about putting together your show you know and stepping it up of course uh so dan when you're doing that do you maybe take us through that process you're planning out i guess obviously your set list the order you're going to do the songs in are you thinking in terms of any other way you're presenting your show yeah, you know, there's a
1: lot of little moving parts that kind of are starting to go into it. You know, we're thinking about things like stage art and we're thinking about what's happening at the merch table. So a lot of visual things as well as the set mm-hmm. list and and uh, designing sort of um, just a, like our own contained monitor setup. So when we're on to it, these guys, the technical technical requirements don't get in the way. So there's there's just a lot of little moving parts, but luckily... Uh, everybody at his camp has, has been friends for a long time and, and we all really get along. So it's, it's just going to be, you know, it's going to be zero pressure out there with those guys. And, and uh, yeah, so I just want to make sure that I'm really focused on putting on the best show I can and making sure I got great songs, great energy, and having a lot of fun with people out there.
2: And you got uh, congratulations. This was earlier this year, but you won four Alberta country music association awards. Uh, you had song of the year, single of the year, Video of the year, as well as Rising Star at the ACMAs. congratulations, that must have been uh, quite a thrill to get four of them that night. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. I, by the time they were starting to call the, the last one, I was like,
1: "Oh man, I should have picked a closer table." <laughs> Doing the walk all the way through the whole gala every time, but yeah, it was it was uh, it was great. You know, it was a nice validating moment that really felt like, "Ah, oh, you know what?" It worked really hard this year, and, and it feels like it paid off. And, and then uh, later in September at the CCMAs, I was up for two, and that, I would think I was the only independent artist on the, on the out of all of the nominees for the show. So that was that was really cool. And, and I feel like uh, I couldn't really be happier with how this year went. Like that was sort of a nice little period on the sentence for that for mm-hmm. the year.
2: Pretty amazing. Well, we'll talk more about the uh, EP coming up uh, October 27th is the release date. Let's turn to the song Found, uh, which found its way on the country radio until the top of the charts uh, in 2016. Such a great song. You co-wrote this with Clayton Bellamy, who is a solo artist, of course, but also with the Roadhammers. Tell me about writing the song, and then we'll play it here on the show.
1: For sure, yeah. Found was, uh, well, I'd known Clay for about 10 years, never wrote music with him ever, so I called him up one day randomly out of the blue, and (laughs) <laughs> we went out to his uh his acreage and brewed a fancy pot of snobby French press coffee and listened to some records, got inspired and this song just kind of fell from the sky it was you know it was wow. one couple of hours yeah and then so I think there was a real spark with clay like I really feel like he's he's the type of guy that I just click with he's you know he's also a dad and he just loves the same kind of stuff I do so there was real uh creative chemistry there and we've written tons and tons since then he's he's one of the best we
2: have in Canada great performer great Mm -hmm. guy
1: so just really inspiring person to be
2: around awesome well let's hear the song now this is Dan Davidson and found on in the country
0: A country house and a family, we can have that beautiful life, well it- A country house and a family We can have that beautiful life Country house and a family, we can have that beautiful life.
2: That is Edmonton's own Darren Davidson. The song is Found, and uh, his debut EP is coming out on October 27th. It's called Songs for Georgia. And, uh, Dan, so on this album, I guess we're going to hear uh, Found, and we're going to hear Barn Burner" as well as Say We Did. They'll all be included on this.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a six-song EP. Um, so there's those three songs as well as three other ones that uh, some, other, some fans might not be aware of unless they've seen me play live. Yeah, so it's 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 a song. Well, the whole thing, songs for Georgia came came about because my little three year old Georgie has kind of been uh, my sidekick throughout this this, launching this whole crazy journey in in country music. So she's uh, she knows all the words like in her weird three year old (laughs) interpretation, and uh, (laughs) and she loves it. So and it's great. So that's why I wanted to make it a six song EP, and then it also puts pressure on me to release another one because I have (laughs) another
2: daughter Juliet. I don't want to be paying for therapy bills down the line here,
1: so I better get on my horse.
2: (laughs) So so we know the name of the next EP, Songs for Juliet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think there's a foreshadowing (laughs) there, eh? (laughs)
2: It's got to be uh, quite something, too, to narrow it down to six, because I know you're a writer, Dan, and you write a lot. Was it tough to get those six out of all the ones you could choose from that you've written? Uh, you know, it,
1: it was kind of tough. It's, there's, there's a lot of, um, it's like, you know, you can't pick a favorite kid. So it's like one of those things where I love all these songs for different reasons. And, and so there was some strategic sort of, uh, planning that I went through with, with my radio guy and my management team, mm-hmm. and my producer. And, and yeah, so this, these, these six are, are some of my favorites and I'm playing them live and, and, uh, it's just, there's some that people that have been coming to the show have been asking for and, yeah, it's great stuff, and and you know, really something I feel like I've connected with creatively, and it's helped bring me to the spot where I feel like I I know my 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 own creative identity now. So it's really really excited to have
2: these out there finally after just you know thinking on them so hard for over a year. Hmm. Now I was watching a interview on YouTube with you, uh, you know, from the past, and one of the songs you mentioned is one of your favorites, one of mine as well, The Eagles. Hotel California, uh, just such a cool song. One of those songs that I still, if it comes on the radio, will have to listen all the way through, and I love hearing it again and again. Uh, are you a big fan of the Eagles, and that song speaks to you in any way, or, or the music in it is, is something that moves you?
1: Yeah, yeah, well, that was one of the ones that, that uh, like, my, my dad has been kind of the main driver of what formulated my uh, early musical loves. Uh, you know, things like the Eagles and Lyle Lovett, and Willie Nelson and Blue Rodeo and Queen and, there's just a lot of great music that he exposed me to, and, and Hotel California is one that always that stuck as a guitar player because any, any song you can sing the guitar solo is like one of the best guitar <laughs> solos of all time. So so I, uh, that's, that's what really brought me into that one, and, and I used to cover it. Maybe I'll bring it back one of these days.
2: I remember as a kid and I would listen to it but it's just such a haunting song especially to me as a kid hearing it on AM radio and just the the what the lyrics described in the music it just I had visions in my head of this you know castle or this hotel and it was a quite a song.
1: Yeah, it was a pretty amazing one and and the thing I think is so interesting about it is how the production has changed over time. You know, you listen to how the drum sound on that record and you hear that snare drum and it's just like just so tight. And uh, it's it's right. so cool how that is awesome still, but it's the exact opposite of what you hear on the radio now. So, I, I just these little nuances, you know, it's um it's pretty pretty amazing. And, and they just use such a big full sound. Their guitar harmonies and every chance mm-hmm. they get, they're slapping on twenty harmonies. And I just
2: think that that is <laughs> yeah. so harmonically awesome and rich. Oh yeah. Amazing uh, videos that you've put out so far. We got Found, we got Barn Burner, and the new one for Say We Did, and they're all so interesting, also creative. You know, Found has that just—I uh, don't know how do I describe it. It's just so unique. Different characters in it, and uh, you know, you kind of made fun at the beginning of it, uh, and then Say We Did is a Star Trek theme. So, are you a Trekkie? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was when I was a kid. Like not a hardcore, you know. I don't have a tattoo of Star Trek on my face or anything like that. But <laughs> it's a an autograph picture of William that, Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's <laughs> awesome. It's like such a fun, funny show to poke at. You know, there's just so many hilarious little things in the next generation that it was the easiest one to spoof. So we went with that one. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, my wife thought I was a bit insane for constructing the <laughs> entire bridge of the Starship Enterprise out of cardboard in my garage for a week. It's a fun one to explain, but yeah, it's always it's always yeah. nice when we can do that kind of stuff close to home, you know. When we went to Japan for for barn burner it was
2: slightly different experience. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, it, each one of them is just so unique, but what they have in common, of course, is just that fun, creative kind of out there spirit. So that's obviously something you like to do, Dan, and that's just a part of who you are, just a kind of a fun, outgoing guy. Yeah, I think so. And I just, you know, I I see so many people taking
1: taking themselves really seriously in country music videos, and I, I honestly I couldn't do that with a straight face. So I, I uh, yeah, we just want, we want to stand out. And I want to do something that's real, so I can love what I'm doing all the time and, and not pretend like I'm doing some somebody else's video, you know. So my mm-hmm. uh, my director Travis is one of my one of my best friends, and, and we decided we would just do something crazy and see what happened. And then you know, three videos in a row, CMT was on it, and and it was—it uh, became like a huge talking point for me in, in interviews all, all the time. So I was like, "This is great! Yeah. I can just continue to be a moron on the internet professionally. This
2: awesome." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like uh, some kind of blog you could write: "How to be a moron on the internet and uh, become famous." <laughs> <It makes money. laughs> And make money out yeah, of it. Like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that, that is awesome. And uh, I had a chance to see you and meet you at Canadian music week this year. And you put on such a great show. Uh, what is it like when you're up there and you can see everybody, they know the songs you are singing along to found and Barnburner and the new single say we did, that's gotta be a really great feeling.
1: That's great. There's nothing better than that. That, that is like the number one. This is why we do this kind of moment. You know, I've seen people up there singing along, um, and, you know, we do the break where the crowd takes over. That, that is, that's goosebumps to me and it's kind of what I live for. So after Found started to get those moments, now it's, for me, it's that healthy pressure of how do I do that again? Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. And there is that pressure, right, when you've had that success to have the next song do just as good or better. And it's, uh, and that also, you've you're got a little pressure to choose the right single to put out next.
1: Yeah, and, you know, it, it's, a t- it's a tough thing because you can easily overthink that kind of stuff. And uh, I just want to make sure that I'm using my gut as much as I can. And it's harder and harder to do that as the pressure mounts, you know. So um, mm-hmm. I think that's that's why it's working so far. It's just there's an intuition and there's a bit of a, I don't want to say a lack of caring over what, what everyone else is doing, but it's more just uh, a commitment to trying to not do what everyone else is doing if it doesn't feel right. So that's... Right. Right, that's kind of the, man, the mantra for me, that and uh, just trying to be great and not going away. You know, if, if stuff doesn't work out on a single, then that's kind of the way it works. It's not every single is going to knock it out of the park and just have to try and <laughs> hit as many home runs as I can. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Let's turn to one of those uh, home runs uh, that you hit uh, at Country Radio not too long ago, Barn Burner. Uh, another one that you wrote with Clayton Bellamy. And uh, let's hear the story behind this one, the inspiration behind it, Dan, and then we'll uh, play it here.
1: Well, the the inspiration was just kind of like, hey, Clayton, found it was awesome. Yep, let's do it again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we uh, we got together, and uh, this one we, we weren't able to hang out in person because we were both kind of doing the dad thing, so we, we did a lot of Skyping. And that was kind of an interesting experience using technology to virtually sit in the same room. Mm-hmm. But it was great. You know, I think that that was another one that was just – just something that felt right. Um, we did it over about three sessions and it was kind of just, um, yeah, just kind of piecemeal. Like we had a chorus idea and then we'd go away and we'd come back to it. And, and Clay's just one of those guys that he's an idea canon. When we get stuck, he always comes back with something great. So it was uh, another song. It wasn't too hard to write.
2: Here it is. This is my guest, Dan Davidson and Barn Burner on In the Country.
0: country good old fashioned barn burner Good old fashioned Shoot out all the lies. Good old fashioned Barn Burner
2: And that is country artist Dan Davidson. What a great song called Barn Burner. He uh, co-wrote that with Clayton Bellamy of the Road Hammers, And that song will appear on uh, Dan's debut EP coming out on October 27th called Songs for Georgia. Uh, six tracks all together. And let's, let's focus in on the songwriting, Dan, which is such a big part of what you do. Uh, a lot of the songwriting has taken place down in Nashville as well. Uh, you know not
1: too much i have done a lot in nashville but uh, uh so far i think the majority of my writing is in canada with canadians and i'm i'm pretty proud of that i think that you know obviously nashville is nashville for a reason and there's great writers there and a lot of magic there but i think that to discredit you know where what how great the song is because of your area code is is a little foolish <laughs> so i was Absolutely. Uh, i'm i'm always quick to tell people that you know this song was written at home this song was written with with my friends. But yeah, I do love Nashville and I do get a chance to write with a lot of inspiring people down there. And and say we did was written in Nashville with two Canadians. but um, yeah, It's it's an exciting place to be. And if anything, it just creates a little spark and it creates a little magic. It takes you out of your, out of your, you know, creative crutches. So uh, it's a, it's a really cool spot to be.
2: When did you first
1: start writing songs? Mm
2: -hmm. That's
1: probably about, 13 years old, writing really crappy, probably rock p- or punk songs, and, and I played in a lot of funny little bands with my friends growing up, and and none of them were very good. My first my first real band was uh, was Tupelo Honey, and that was the band that I started with, that we had a couple top 10 albums on iTunes, and top 40s on the radio, <laughs> and we toured a lot with Bon Jovi, and Metric, and Three Days Grace, and Papa Roach, and Shinedown, wow. not a lot of big acts. So, um, yeah, I learned how to be an independent artist doing that because we were coming up in the time where the industry was just plummeting. It was just uh, a really bad time for music, so it was a great time to learn how to be uh, an independent, self-sufficient artist.
2: And the songs that uh, you're writing these days – uh, obviously different than punk and rock. They're they're, they're country songs, uh, lyrically a little more deep in most cases. Obviously, uh, do you enjoy that part about country music? That these are songs that are either moving someone emotionally or moving them on the dance floor, but uh, just the whole essence of country music.
1: Yeah, you know that's the thing. I think growing up in Alberta, you can only you can you can only avoid country so much. It just it seeps into you, you know. So it's something that's always been there. And it, it was nice to move into this solo project where I didn't have to fight it as much. And it was just kind of coming out. And I think now, you know, at the point in my life than that, it's it's just such a match to try and connect a little bit deeper uh, emotionally and, and just trying to relate to people. And that's, that's what's so great about country music. It's all about just connecting with people and even, you know, whether it's, it could be a drinking song or it could be a sad song, it could be anything. The whole point is just to make people relate to each other. And that's, that's one of my favorite mm-hmm. things about writing country music.
2: And the three songs that are out that we know, we know found, burner, and Say We Did, which we're going to play in a moment, uh, all up-tempo, all fun songs on this EP, Dan, are we going to hear a ballad side of you, a sensitive side? There is one, yeah. There's
1: one one called Cigarette that, that uh, I just finished up just this week, actually. And um, it's definitely more on the softer side, a little bit kind of a Marin Morris vibe, I guess. And uh, nice. it's important to me to try and show that I'm more than a one-trick pony, even though I love the whole stop-clap, front porchy vibes. And uh, I'll probably mm-hmm. do that again, because I, <laughs> I love that stuff. But I, I just wanted to keep it nice and e- evenly balanced out there. So I hope, hope people can dig into the softer side a little bit, too.
2: Yeah, exactly. Always nice to hear the, the softer, sensitive side of an artist now and then. Uh, of course, the debut EP is called Songs for Georgia, coming out October 27th. My guest is Dan Davidson, and his website is dandavidsonmusic.com. We're going to spin one more song here on the show, and I'll ask you for the story behind this one. This is Say We Did, and as you have mentioned earlier, uh, written in Nashville, but with a couple of Canadians, because, of course, there's a lot of us down there. There is. It's a, it's a subculture, even. But, uh, yeah, I wrote with um, an
1: old friend of mine, this guy named Dave Thompson, who uh, he was in a very popular Canadian pop band in the 90s called Wave. And uh, mm-hmm. they did that song "Going to California." So Dave's been yep. a friend of mine forever, and uh, I wrote at his house, and he's got cuts now with like Lady Antebellum, and and he produced acts like Autumn Hill, and he's got he's you know he's really making his way down there. And he brought in a friend of his, Travis Wood, who uh, he's written all the hits for like James Parker and Tim Hicks, and he's on he's kind of on fire these days. So it was really cool to uh, to make a new Canadian friend in in the farthest away possible place. <laughs> But, you know, it was kind of one of those things where we were just, you were thinking about summer songs, you we were thinking about what strikes chords with people from me, and that happens to be a lot of fun kind of music. So we came up with something that we wanted to release to keep the party going towards the end of summer and make people think about making mistakes and just dealing with it later. You know, it's just that kind of a, a vibe where you just want to go out and, and have fun without thinking about it. So that's kind of what we were trying to capture with, with that one. Um, it definitely wasn't really wheel. With, it was just trying to Yeah. Sorry, Beyond that
2: ahead. idea, did did sorry sorry Dan, did the title come into play early on say we did? Or was that further down the road? No, that was actually the first thing that
1: came out of somebody's mouth. It was just, Hey, I got this line. Let's do it just to say we did and we're like, Oh, that's cool. And we tried to work backwards nice. from there, sort of painting the furniture around that and um Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it's it's pretty effective. The song actually had quite a few more lyrics at first and then we we kind of just tightened it up and really tried to make it impactful for radio and, and right. yeah, it's a it's a great great fun song and it's fun to play and I think people are really starting to react.
2: Yeah, it is. Love hearing it on the radio. It sounds great. Let's hear it now here on the show. This is Dan Davidson and Say We Did on in the country.
0: Something in the air, something in your eyes. You're putting thoughts in my head that I can't fight. And that's alright. Girl, let's take a drive. That's a no trespassing sign. Let's paint this terrace. Sipping on some rooftop wine. When In the rain, one of two towns over. Nobody knows our name. Don't stop till the tank runs out. Watch that sun. What the hell Might as well
2: And that is my guest, Dan Davidson, his brand new single, Out of Country Radio. And be sure to call your local country station and say you want to hear it. It's Say We Did, and it's uh, part of his debut EP, Songs for Georgia. Uh, available on October 27th, so be sure to get uh, the album when it comes out on that day. And, of course, uh, Dan is heading out on tour with Brett Kissel uh, for the first few months of 2018. Uh, Head to Dan's website to get specific details and uh, head out to one of those shows. Dan, thank you so much. Great to have you uh, here on the show finally. I've been a fan of yours for the last couple of years with your music at Country Radio, and it's been a great opportunity to chat. Oh, man, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's uh, It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for thanks for having me. You bet. My pleasure. My guest has been Edmonton's own Dan Davidson. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.
0: Lucky Land Casino, asking
1: people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.